Hello and welcome to the Post to Post podcast, episode 111, August 9th, 2020. Jason, Neil. Yeah, what's up? There's uh, There's been a lot of hockey. There's been a lot of hockey and this podcast actually kind of falls at a, almost a bad time. Yes, Boston Bruins are playing right now and I can't watch it. Yeah, like it's uh, 1.45 p.m. I think our time. Uh, the game, I think, just started... Like 45 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. 45 minutes ago. Yep. Uh, and just the fact that there's other games later in the day, which will determine a lot of... <laughs> A lot of we don't have finality to, to a lot so, of our stuff. Yeah, yeah. If this if this podcast happened a day later, uh, it would have been a lot more advantageous for us. But uh, we can talk a little bit about what's happened this week, and because there's been a lot that happened. There's been especially a lot Friday happened. night. Friday was the bloody Friday. I think that that was one of the best days of hockey I've ever had in my life. Yeah, like, like normally was, we talk about the Saturday games. The, there's nothing better than the Friday games. Yeah, it, it doesn't even compare. Like it's it was an unbelievable day of hockey not just for the simple fact that there was i think six or six there was at least six, six eliminations i think wasn't there uh and it was just good. oh no there were six elimination possible games yeah yeah i don't know how many games total there were but it was just a really good day for hockey because of the quality of hockey that was played mm-hmm. like it was it was just really good it was so exciting uh we'll get into it a little bit and stuff and we'll talk about the teams that have been eliminated uh some of the games that happened yesterday some of the games that happened today some predictions and some upcoming matchups Yep, and what could be matchups depending on what happens. So, yeah, what, what do you what do you want to talk about first? Um, I don't know actually. Oh, for, I'm just gonna I'm just so you guys know I'm wearing some Winnipeg for, for you the audio, audio listeners. listeners yeah. I'm, I'm wearing Winnipeg and jersey and hat today just because of the unfortunate events that happened to Winnipeg with the injuries and everything. It, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if things went better in Game One and they came out, they came out of that game with no injuries. The series wouldn't have ended as soon as it did, so I had to pay a little bit of respect to my my Jets fans and wear some wear some Winnipeg because uh, chances are I'm not going to be wearing any Winnipeg merch <laughs> in the next two months. So, anyways, yeah, I think what we should we should start with is this is going to be completely bass backwards, but I think we should talk about the two did games. Say, did you say bass backwards? Bass backwards. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was intentional. Okay, that's so. um. I want to talk about the two round robin games that are being played today. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll get into the series that are over, basically, because we have more to say about that. But yeah. Um, for anyone who's watched our podcast on YouTube for a while, these two jerseys have been up here for a little while. The, yeah. Same Boston, Boston behind us. Neither team has won a game in the round robin yet. Oh, yeah. You're right. They are actually, both yeah. playing today. They are both trying to get their first win. And right now, at the time of this podcast, Boston is losing one nothing to Washington. Are they really? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Washington's usually had Boston's number, so I'm not hopeful for this game. I did predict, I stuck with my original preseason prediction of Boston winning the Stanley Cup when you asked me who I thought was going to win uh, before any of this even started. I stuck with Boston, but I felt really good about uh, Philadelphia. I think I said that. Yeah, we're going to talk uh, about Philadelphia because Philadelphia has earned yeah. a dedicated... As this thing progresses and mm-hmm. I watch Boston... It's not looking I, good. I have concerns. <laughs> and I have been saying that from the start. Mm. After that first game I watched, it's like, okay. And then the second game, it's like, uh-oh, we're in trouble. So, hypothetically, if Boston had have gone out and played like the Boston we were expecting, they'd be playing Montreal. I'm really disappointed probably. that they were first overall by a mile. Like yeah. No team could catch them. And now they're probably going to be fourth. But you know what? There's teams that are out that were in the playoffs too. So, I'm not in this alone. Yeah, it's my, my team's still playing. They're probably going to lose, and some other people's teams have already gone out to teams that shouldn't have been in the playoffs. Yeah. Technically, things have not gone as expected. No, on both sides, and we predicted that. And I don't some, know if we. Parts. I don't know if we predicted it to this level. Yeah, um, 
But yeah, I can't believe that neither St. Louis or Boston that's does not have a yeah, win. That's yet. surprising. I, I thought for sure that St. Louis won a game, but I mean clearly they didn't. They did not. And they played Dallas today, right? Yep. Hmm. And Boston wow. and Boston and Washington are playing right now. Mm-hmm. And neither Boston nor Capitals have held a lead a lead in the round robin games. It's not good. So Washington is winning right now, one nothing right now. That's their first lead in this round robin series. And <laughs> these games really mean nothing. But do you think that you have to be getting ready? Like, do you think yeah, they're taking they, it easy though? They can't be. Well, why? Because you're going to be coming out and playing a team that just won a series, and you're going out as a, going into it as a loser. I mean, I guess, but maybe they're just warming up. And I don't know. Maybe you, t- you listen to the coach talk. He ain't happy. Oh really? Oh no. See, I could see a team like Washington doing that. Just yeah, kind of I taking it too. easy because they know that they can turn it on kind of whenever they want. Where Boston plays more of a, I don't think Boston game. Boston can't really turn it on. They have to. Be They've rolling. got one line that could specifically probably turn it on. Yep. But uh, yeah, they're not as dynamic as Washington. So, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll 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 know soon enough. Yeah. By this time next week, we'll probably have a good and idea. By the time yeah, by the time you guys watch this video or listen to this podcast, you're gonna know the things we're talking about. Like we don't know the game. One game's happening now. The other game's gonna happen later. Yeah. So there's three games left today. Yeah. Uh, Toronto and Columbus. Obviously, this is the other one. Totally. Um, so yeah, so effectively you've got two games that don't really matter. They're just seeding, mm-hmm. and then the last game is a big game. Yeah, so the last game. So the, okay, hold on. What's today? So Boston Washington that's on right now and then right Dallas now. St. Louis starts at 3 Eastern. Yep. And then uh, tonight, and tonight's a big one. The but, hockey world we watch in Columbus. Yeah, I I actually I plan not to watch the Dallas St. Louis game just to give myself a little bit of a break. <laughs> I'm watching a lot of hockey, so I'm not going to watch that game because it doesn't really matter that much and I'm 100% going to watch the Columbus Toronto one because I mean, if you're not watching that game, if you're listening to this podcast, actually this will probably release just before that. It probably it will probably get out pretty quick. Yeah. So if you're watching this live or as it gets released, if you don't plan to watch that, I think that's a mistake. <laughs> Some people that watch our podcast on YouTube have asked for the the header thing to come back at the oh, yeah, top. I think it's awesome, and it is awesome. But I haven't been doing it lately because I can I can churn it out way faster if I don't do that. Yeah. So I'm probably not going to do that on this one here just to get it out quick. Mm-hmm. But I do plan on bringing it back. I just need more more time to do it. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. All right. So. Let's wrap up our round robin talk. We got to talk about Philly. Philadelphia is. Did you watch the game yesterday? By the way, yes. Like uh, pure domination. Like and what a you, lot of aspects. What you said is true. Like they're unbelievable. <laughs> yes, like I and I, I completely underrated them. I want to harp back to a discussion we had in the last podcast or the, maybe the previous one before that is the coaching. Yep, the coaching tandem in Philadelphia is elite who were both head coaches in the NHL mm-hmm. prior to their time in Philadelphia, very good friends, um, m- met each other in the playoffs in their two respective teams with uh, the Rangers in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Now they're together as friends, as coach and assistant coach, agreeing on a system. The players like them. They've publicly said that. Like Things look really good in Philadelphia. Things have just all come together coaching-wise because there was always some question marks there, goaltending-wise in Carter Hart. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really their strong suit now, which has always been which Philly's. Has always been their their problem. Goaltending, yeah. Um, they have depth in like basically every position. That's what their team is right now. They don't have like they, yeah, they've got Voracek. They've got um, and they're getting contributions Drew. from non typical guys. That's right. So here's here's the stats of the R, some of the R games. They goals for eleven, goals against three. Pretty good in the games they played. Yeah. Um, Voracek, uh, Couturier, and Giroux combined for one point in all those games. 
That's, these, that's these, the depth of the team. Yeah, these are your big boys. And this is the perfect example of a team that wins the Stanley Cup, like St. Louis did last year. Like the, the depth. This scoring. reminds me of Boston in 2011. Absolutely. And this next stat does too. Um, they had 21 power play opportunities. They, hadn't, they didn't ever score one goal. When, wow. Boston, when Boston won their cup, their power play was abysmal. They got like four goals, I think, on all their power plays in the entire series. I did, I actually didn't know that. That's uh, that's actually really that's actually really, really impressive. No, so this is this is depth. This is five on five. Like, this is just this team is working their butt off, and everyone is buying in on what the coaches are selling. I'm super impressed by Philly. Man, I, Philly Philly looks good. Mika, if you're if you're listening or watching, uh, I assume you are. Man, you got to be happy because uh, you know it hasn't really been easy being a Flyers fan in the past. Nope. Twenty years they've had that. They'd had that one year where they one goal away basically from winning the cup, um, like in Chicago. I think that was a game seven overtime. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it was a game six. I can't remember exactly, but yeah. I mean, they got close. Disappointed, but like, like what are they going to look like if their top line starts playing? What are they going to look like if they start scoring some power play goals? Like they're dominating without those two things. That's a really good point because they can get better, and like, they're not playing. I mean. Parity is a thing, obviously. We can see with who's been eliminated by who. Right. But the, they're they're technically playing the top teams mm. in a round robin, and they're dominating them. Yeah, and when you have... They de- were never leading in any of the games they are losing, in any of the games they played. They had yeah. a leading score every time. And when you think about depth scoring that you're getting from Philadelphia, if you, if you look at Boston, not to make fun of your Bruins a little bit, but most of their offense comes from three guys or, one, line, for, yeah. or from one line. If an injury happened on Boston to any one of one or two of the, those top three, that team is pretty much shot, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But when you have depth scoring from Philadelphia, if you have if you get an injury, it is fairly insignificant compared to some other teams. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing in Montreal. Like if if one of the big if one of the big guys get injured on Montreal, even and Montreal doesn't even have close to the big guys that Boston does, mm-hmm. chances are. Montreal, a team that has trouble scoring in general, <laughs> isn't going to do like that's going to be a huge impact on the team. Philadelphia, mm-hmm. I think that's more of a nick. I don't even think that's an injury. So I totally brushed them off, and I, I'll admit it. Like I was like, "There's no way Philly's going to." They you, turned. You, you were talking on. about it. Yeah, for they the last turned it on. Two podcasts, I think you've been talking about Philly, yeah. and I was just like, "Nope." And uh, yep, I'm wrong. I watched a lot of Philly before hockey started or hockey stopped, mm-hmm. and they looked really good. They were turning it on. You were buying what they were selling. I was buying what they were selling. And th- that's not typical for me because I think Philadelphia is the hardest team to predict because this goes back to a couple of years ago when they won 10 games in a row in the regular season that they looked amazing, <laughs> yeah. missed playoffs. Yeah. The next season, they won a 10-game losing streak, yeah. looked terrible, made the playoffs. Yeah. It's like, how, what is wrong with this team? Like, I don't understand. But I feel good about them right now. Yeah, so I want to speak about the goalies just a little bit. Um, so Hart played against Boston and Tampa, and mm-hmm. he looked amazing. Like, he's legit. And Elliot played against Washington. He didn't look quite as good, but he still looked really good. He did. So they have a very good tandem. If one guy's not on, they have that option to switch to the other yeah, one. Yeah, like Carter Hart's obviously the superstar, the mm-hmm. big guy that you want in that. But then you have that experienced guy in Elliot who can still bring it yep. behind him. Yeah. So I, that's a really impressive goalie tandem. I uh, I like it a lot. And we know that Philadelphia's going to play Montreal yep. at this point. Carter Hart's uh, idol when growing up is Carey Price. I actually had that in my note. Like, that's... Regardless of hockey, that's pretty cool. Like you know how that usually goes, right? Oh, Price is going to get whooped. <laughs> yeah, usually the <laughs> usually the young gun wins out on that. Yeah, totally. And but that that that's awesome though. That's that's uh, an underlining story 
um, in that series. And I think it's, it's a pretty important one because it, it's pretty cool. All right. So I have what you have. I have an entire page of the game breakdowns. Who yeah, won? Yours looks way what. better than mine. Um, which series do you want to start with or does it matter? As far as eliminated? Or well, as we're as... going to go through everything right now. Everything? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I have eliminated first. Okay. So Winnipeg was eliminated by Calgary. Uh, that series ended three to one, if I'm not mistaken. That game or that series was o- was over in game one, as far as I'm concerned. I agree. Okay, and we talked about that. We literally, I think we were, were we live streaming in that. I don't know if we were live streaming, but we were. I think we might have been. On no, the, I th- on no, I think it was a podcast. I think it was the, one of the few games that had already been played. I thought for we sure might have done a live stream on that too. I thought for sure we were live streaming. I can't during, remember. I remember talking about. We the talked about it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so we've been doing some live streams on the production channel recently on Friday nights. If you guys. Uh, Aren't subscribed? I'd love it if you could come join us on a Friday night for a, for a live stream. Hope maybe we can do that again this week if you're available. But when those injuries happened, we both said to each other, "Like it's they were too like big of probably players. over." Yeah, yeah. And they did they did win game two, if I'm not mistaken. And then you got some hope. And then yeah, four things one three, started two. to sink in a little bit. Yeah, because I mean the last two games they lost were six two and four yeah. nothing. So. Some of these teams who have lost, you could say, okay, well this team just they couldn't score like. They lost because they can't score. A team like Winnipeg, you look at it and be like, we can't really fault them that much. They lost two of their big players, and they lost other people as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's I don't want to throw like an excuse get, on there, but I mean, injuries aren't an excuse. It's um, it's yeah. legit. I mean, you get the huge break, so everyone comes back healthy, and yeah. then your first game in the first period, I believe. Yeah, you're like, I think the first period was um, uh, what's his name? I'm blanking now. Who got hurt in the first period? Uh, Shifley. Shifley. And, and then Liney. it was Liney in the third period, I think. Oh, third period. I think yeah. Liney was in the third period, yeah. I thought they had someone else leave in the first period, but I can't remember. I can't remember. I know there was there was three injuries, and yeah. then there's been more on top of that. There's more just, on top of that. It's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. I think we even said wherever we were talking, like maybe they're, oh, this was on the live stream when I said this. I said, uh, you know, maybe they are going back for their their draft pick. Because <laughs> oh. technically, if this was a normal year, they would have won it. That's a really good point. So... Maybe. Maybe when the two guys went down, it was like, all right, boys, let's shut it down. Or maybe it was, I don't know. Uh, maybe things will happen as they were supposed to, if that makes sense. But I mean, the last two games, they got outscored 10 to 2. Yeah, it was, they still put up a pretty decent effort, though, based on their lineup, because they're missing some big boys. But yeah, it sucks to see Winnipeg go out. Um, I'll miss them in the playoffs. I, 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 I love watching that team in the playoffs. And it was a rivalry series. Yeah, two so, Canadian I mean, teams. Yeah. Two Western Canadian teams. Uh, the next team that was eliminated and these are in order but uh, next one on my list is nashville who was eliminated yesterday i believe i think it was yesterday um maybe the day before i can't really remember that series i didn't i watched probably the least of so i don't even necessarily feel qualified to maybe give a hundred percent educated opinion on but from what i did see nashville had a very hard time scoring mm-hmm. uh, and i think that was their downfall and Arizona played really well. They got strong goaltending. Uh, Saros, I'm glad they played. I'm glad Nashville played Saros, even though they lost. I think he let in some questionable goals, but overall, I thought he played pretty well. Um, yeah, I, I felt Arizona did a pretty decent job defending, um, shutting down in certain parts of the ice. But uh, yeah, in all four games, they the Nashville let in four goals. Yeah. And so that's not great. If, you know, four GAA, it's pretty high. Now, I know there's not a lot of Coyotes fans out there, but 
This was the series we talked about that if there was one series we were going to not be interested in the least or wasn't doing doing anything yeah. for us, it was this one. And that's not a knock on the fans or anyone. It's just... There wasn't a lot of storylines there to be no. excited about. Because I almost half expected Arizona to go out just because they're Arizona. But now that they've won... Um, I thought the last game was good, though. I thought game four was good. Game four was excellent. Um, game Brad four Richards, was... Yeah. Brad Richardson scored in overtime. Like, it was it was close. Like, it could have gone either way. Yeah. Oh, Nashville came back there at the end. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, no, it was a really good game, actually. It was it was one of the best games I've actually seen in the past week and a half yeah. or whatever. Uh, this will be the first time Arizona's back in the first round since 2011, 2012 yeah. season. This is, this is huge. So it's big, like this, this is, is big for Arizona. This is a big deal. Yeah. And they wore those awesome jerseys, which which was great to see. <laughs> yep. Now, they will play... I guess we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, yeah, uh, we'll go through that after. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited that Arizona... I was cheering for Arizona in this series. And uh, just to go back to the Winnipeg-Calgary... Series, I believe I was cheering for Winnipeg, but I predicted Calgary. So disappointed with the Winnipeg loss. Um, happy with the Nashville loss, I guess. What, what, what about you? Mm, I really wanted Winnipeg to win. I didn't think yeah. they were going to win, but I had them. It was a mind over yeah heart heart mind yeah heart, heart over trait. mind yeah. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers are the next team I want to talk about. They were eliminated by the Chicago Blackhawks. Now this conversation could happen between two other people and be completely different. Because we we were both on the same page, which was the untypical page. We both predicted Chicago to win. Yeah. So we're not really surprised. And I'm kind of I'm I'm actually surprised by that because everywhere you look, like on TV, on the internet, um, this is a huge upset, and like yeah, it massive. is. But I'm surprised that no one was taking Chicago. Like it wasn't unheard of. Like Edmonton's track r- record in the playoffs is not great. Yeah. Chicago's track record is quite good. And that's the thing about the team. They have that basically that the same core that's there. They have the experience. They know what it takes to win. And I really felt that that had a lot of value going into a team that has basically no experience. Did in the you playoffs. see what Darn- Darnell Nurse said no, after last game? I didn't. He said the most intensity we had was our exhibition game against Calgary. <laughs> oh dang! He's and he wrong. was t- he was terrible too. Like he was. Edmonton's defense was bad, mm-hmm. but straight up, like there's no you can't make excuses for it. They just they weren't. Just they weren't there. Just little things like pinches at the wrong time, leading to two on ones the opposite way, uh, poor coverage, a lot of puck watching in front of the net. Like there was, I think we watched a couple of games together, maybe on the yep. live stream or something, and we'd watch, and there someone would be, would be, be oof, someone would be behind the net, like Taves or Kane or whatever, and pass the puck out in front of the net, and there would be four Edmonton players like literally watching, watching it. behind the net, and it would just go like I've I probably saw that two or three times. So I can't imagine how frustrated Oilers fans are. Um, there was a stat. I should have wrote it down. I didn't. It, it showed like how many points like McDavid and a couple other people had, like two people. It was three people had compared to the rest of the team. Not yeah. good. Oh, it's not good. Like, yeah. You need you need more depth. You need those second, third line guys doing stuff for you. You definitely need your defense doing better, like Darnell Nurse included. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming he's including himself when he says that. Like obviously you can't throw shade on the rest of your team like that. Totally. But yeah, he he didn't play well at all. I didn't think he's he was definitely a liability out there a lot of the times. Yeah, and we talked about that in or I t- I don't know if it was my series preview or if we talked about it on a podcast. But we mentioned the lack of depth on the team, mm-hmm. and people in the comment section disagreed completely. They said, "No, you guys are wrong, or you're wrong. Edmonton does have depth. Do they? I mean, they might, like, but it didn't show up. And it that's, didn't show up. That's the unfortunately that is the track record of Edmonton in the playoffs. Like. It's I sure would lo- you had a great regular season, but I would love to see Edmonton do good. I was cheering for Edmonton in this series, 
but I didn't feel good about them at all, mm-hmm. and neither did you. Hence, why we chose Chicago to win. So, mm-hmm. um, in a way, I'm happy because we were right, but uh, disappointed because here we are again with question marks around Edmonton. Pretty high scoring games too, like six four, six yeah. three, four three. I mean, you, arguably, you have the two most dynamic players in the NHL, and McDavid and Drysaddle. And we've never seen them in the playoffs other than the one year where they played Anaheim, which yeah. was a really good series. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, our sport's really missing out on... Just think of the frustration has got to be going on out there. Like, what do you do? Like, what do you do if you're out there? Like, this question's been asked, like, five times now. I, I honestly don't know. Like, he's not going to request a trade. Like, what would that team be if they didn't have McDavid and Dreisaitl? You want to talk about depth? There's nothing left. I mean, like you've got players, but Yamamoto, I love Yamamoto. There's a lot of promise there. He's a, he'll be an incredible depth offensive guy. Uh, he reminds me a lot of Suzuki in a way, but he's not even close to the level no. of Drysaddle and McDavid. So you're really not left with a lot, which is extremely unfortunate. So they need to they need to switch things up. Like clearly, whatever they're doing isn't working. So how do you switch it up though? You make you make tough decisions, and you send out people who you maybe would consider core, maybe aren't core anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I can't imagine them trading someone like Nurse. I'm not saying that Nurse is the problem, whatever. But you mentioned him a few minutes ago. He so. just he didn't. Yeah, I, I'm, I wouldn't I'm, say he's the problem by himself, but he definitely contributed to that yeah. decor that just wasn't good enough. I think Edmonton just. I think they need, need to make some some tough decisions, and they didn't get strong goaltending either. Nope. Like at all. No, like six so, six goals. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty bad. Um, and Crawford, not, like we're talking a lot about Edmonton here. Crawford played amazing yep. for Chicago. Yep, and the whole team was really uh, impressive. Kubalik obviously played really well. I thought uh, Jonathan Taze had a really good series. Jonathan Taze uh, came to play. He came, he looked like the old Jonathan Taze a little bit. A lot of a lot of people in the last year or two have been kind of not talking great about him. There's like, been a decline. Yeah, for there's sure. definitely <laughs> been a decline. So I think there was a few players that came into this bubble with a chip on their shoulder, a little bit of yeah, spite. Saying, I agree. I think Carey Price is one of those people. I completely which agree. Which we'll, we'll get into. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what Edmonton does in the offseason. And of course, they have the 12.5%, uh, which would uh, really elevate their top line to an, a whole different level, potentially. And melt down the internet at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota was eliminated by Vancouver, which doesn't surprise me but i really thought that minnesota had more in them they were kind of my dark horse in the in the west and i was completely wrong do you want to hear minnesota. an interesting story i would love to so i was watching the last game and it went into overtime mm-hmm. i went to use the bathroom and i came back and the game was over oh yeah because it happened like 11 seconds it was 11 later. seconds yeah. into it tanev wasn't it uh yep mm. so that's insane and apparently um in 2011, they also did that, and they also scored 11 seconds into overtime really? at the same time. Against Minnesota? No, it was against a different oh, team. Okay. But just kind of weird. That is weird. Yeah. Uh, crap, what was I going to say? Oh, okay. so I think f- three or four podcasts ago, maybe it wasn't that long ago, it doesn't matter. We made a bet, I think, where you chose a team from the East and a team from the West. We and both I- chose two from... I chose two from the East, and you chose two from the West. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was one on one. No, I picked Montreal, which I'm not going to get, and I picked um, Carolina because I, th- I thought we're not there yet, but I thought it was going to happen. What so my picks are gone. What do you mean your picks are gone? My picks are gone. 
Montreal cannot get the first overall pick. They've moved on. Oh, no, no. I thought we bet on who was going to go deep in the playoffs. Oh, no. We bet on who was going to get the first overall oh. pick. And we both picked two teams. And both of mine are moving on, so I have no chance. And I think I picked Minnesota. You might have. We're going to have to go back. I'm and look pretty I sure I picked Minnesota. Yeah, you might. And I can't remember the other team I picked. I don't either. Arizona, maybe? I can't. I don't know. We'll have to go back and check. Yeah. I don't know what the what was the prize. There's no prize, but the person oh. who loses has to eat bean boozled. Heck yeah, that's you. <laughs> like it's well, impossible to be me. Like I, it's not going to be you. No, <laughs> but it might not be me either. We'll have that's to go true. back and check the. What if we both lose? Then it just doesn't happen. I guess All right, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, okay, so Rangers were another team that was defeated. Uh, feels like forever ago now, but Carolina that was a sweep, right? Yes, Carolina. three three to two, four to one, and four to one. I mean, Carolina's depth is... That was the series, like I said, I I thought New York was going to be... I really thought that... And they just... Yeah. The offensive threat, it it just felt uncoordinated. Uh, This thing's somewhere driving. Like, Panarin was here, and then he was nowhere, and then... I don't know, it just Lundqvist had to come in and play because unfit to play and then Lunkos gets pulled in that game and then he's sitting on the side oh, that was really and someone sad. took a picture of him and he just looks like this is it yeah I was watching live when that happened and they had the camera on him and he was just sitting there just like, he wasn't even watching it turned it into just, a sad meme online I don't know what's going to happen with him like was that his last time in, with the Rangers it might like, be his last time with the Rangers I don't think he's done yet someone will pick him up he's not done no I don't think he's done is he done as a as a main goalie though yes yeah, I think he's so done too. As a, he's done as a starter for sure. If he gets a cup now, it's as a backup. Yeah, I would like to see Lundqvist go somewhere with some potential to... How do you pick potential now, though? It's impossible to know who's going to... I don't know, like St. Louis? Allen for Lundqvist swap? Allen's only 30. Yeah. Lundqvist provides a lot of experience to Bennington. Uh, can, I would. Lundqvist is a quality backup, <laughs> yeah. even though his age. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I I just hope he goes somewhere where he has a chance to win. Hall of Famer. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Um, Pittsburgh and Montreal. Take it away, Neil. Pittsburgh didn't show up. Um, I felt like Pittsburgh played about sixty to sixty-five percent as good as they could, and Montreal played at. About 98% as good as they could. <laughs> no, I think Montreal can turn it up a little bit more. You think so? I think so. Really? I think they played well. I'd say 90. I, I, they played well. I'd say there's about 10% more they can do. But their closest limit is my point. <laughs> yeah. Like, Did you know the Penguins have never beaten the Canadians in a post-season or post-playoff series? Uh, I did actually know that, yeah. That's amazing. They almost did it in 2010, but uh, they haven't faced each other a lot, but... Uh, here's a sad fact for Pittsburgh fans. I don't know if I should read this because it's really going to make you, you should guys definitely sad. read it. Um, in the last 13 playoff games that Pittsburgh's played, they've only won two of them. Yeah, because they got swept last year, didn't they? Um, then, they've won one out of the three with Montreal. They got swept by the Islanders. And then so Washington four. beat them 4-2, I think. And then their last five games with Washington, they won one of the four. One of the four, yeah, okay, yeah. So, and even Sidney Crosby was out, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, and he even was talking publicly saying that I think the window for this team is closing. Really? It's, this is it. I think Crosby should get traded to Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> it's his favorite team, man. He's got to go there. Do you think he could ever be traded? Or do you yes. Think he, yeah, I think if so. he gets traded, he'll, he'll, it'll be a request to trade, I think. Do you think he would request a trade or do you think he wants to be a lifer in Pittsburgh? I think he wants to be a lifer in Pittsburgh but end his career in Montreal because that was his favorite team growing up. He loves Montreal and he's always wanted to play for them. 
So I think in his last year of his career, when he knows he's gonna he knows he's gonna retire, I think he'll request to go to Montreal. But would you really want him in Montreal? Sure. <laughs> he's not gonna <laughs> yeah. do much probably. No way at, he's at forty two, but I'd take him. Uh yeah. The series was insane. It'd be really cool to see him in a Canadian's uh, uniform. This the was, series was crazy. This is probably my favorite series. There's some really good hockey, some really good back and forth uh, hockey. I feel bad for for Penguins fans because the team on paper is way better than you saw on ice. The the power play was like looked good at times, but other times it's just like, guys, come on. And the goaltending was decent. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't. But it wasn't standout like it's been in the past. I can I know that there's a lot of Penguins fans really upset with Sullivan because they felt like Jari should have started from the beginning. That is the talk. But I don't think it was the wrong call though. I don't think so either. I don't I I wouldn't put any fault on the goaltenders at all. Um Montreal did to their credit do a really good job of shutting down some of the main players. They really agitated Crosby. Montreal played way more physical than I expected them to. And I think that surprised Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Montreal's not a physical team. Mm-hmm. Like, they just don't... That's just not how they play. They're more of kind of like a grindy team a little bit and grind in speed. They don't really go after the big hits and... and uh, I think you got to have stuff. a little bit of that in the playoffs. A little bit of grit. I'm impressed. Like, like I'm pretty hard on the Canadians, as you know. Yep. Like, I'm probably the most... I, like, the Canadians fans, they give them the hardest time out of anyone. But I'm, I was super impressed by their physical play in the series, and I thought it was ex- extremely impactful and definitely a reason why they did so well. I don't think Crosby, Malkin, and some of those guys expected Montreal to play that physical on them. Mm-hmm. Like There was times during some of those games where Crosby looked extremely frustrated. He was pissed off. It was kind of old-school Crosby. It was kind of nice to see. Him and Price seemed to be getting into it a little bit, too. Yeah. Like a lot yeah, of jabbering were, and jibbing and mouthing. Yeah. And... They're actually friends off the ice, which <laughs> yeah. is the cool part about it. Um. But uh, it was, I mean, it's cool. It's cool to see. I didn't say this. I said this in the live stream, but I, obviously a lot of people didn't watch the live stream. But I'll say it here. I, I made a video on my channel um, speaking about, I think it was taken the wrong way. I think it, it, it was definitely taken it was my the fault. Wrong way. It was my fault. Yeah. Because we had a lot of people asking about it in the live stream. Yeah. So I explained it and it made it sound like I thought the Canadians should lose on purpose or something. I wasn't talking about it from that perspective. I was talking about it from like the GM's perspective, from a business perspective. Okay, what's the best outcome for the team's longevity? Not what I actually thought the team should do. Like, I don't think the Montreal Canadiens should purposely lose those games. Mm-hmm. I don't think the players should should do that ever. But I was just thinking from a GM's perspective, if he, if he takes a seat and looks, okay, well, I can't control the outcome, but... Which is the better outcome long term, basically? Mm-hmm. And that's, I just didn't, I didn't explain it. But uh, I didn't, I, in that video, I said, I thought Pittsburgh was still going to win. I'm surprised that Montreal won the series. And another thing I didn't mention is, which goes to the faith category a little bit more, the experience that the young players will get winning this series and playing in the next series against Philadelphia, win or lose, is extremely valuable. Mm hmm. Like for the, Montreal's a yacht, lot of young players. The experience that those players will get is will be such a help in their uh, developmental uh, or career development. It'll be it's going to be really good. I expect Montreal to lose the next series. I think everyone does, but still, um, there are definitely positives in the dark light, which will be 
Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So <clears throat> speaking of Carey Price, we said, do you think Carey Price could win you a game? We both agreed. Carey Price won all these games. Carey Price was Carey Price. So at the end of the series, did you see the post game at all? No, I didn't watch. Okay, any so at the end of, I think I think we watched the elimination game on the live stream. I believe, right? Uh, I believe I was at your we house. We started it just after the game ended. Okay. Um. After the game was over, I think it was Weber and Price that were up at the podium a- answering questions, mm-hmm. and Price was like pissed. He was like, "People never gave us a shot." Mm. Like huge spite, huge chip on his shoulder. Price got it done, and that's kind of the the mentality that St. Louis had last year. And there was a post online that said play, people thought players were joking when they said they were scared of Price. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think there might be some Philly fans that are a little bit nervous right now. Like, overall at Montreal, probably not. But if Price plays like crazy, it's going to be a goalie duel. Montreal struggles against Philadelphia. And most of the time this year, they played actually pretty average against Philadelphia, I think, if I remember correctly. I think they were like 1-0-2 one, one this year against Philadelphia in the season. Uh, but Mont- but Philadelphia beat Montreal in the conference finals in 2010. And Montreal Canadiens fans have been pissed ever since. And Carey Price has been pissed ever since. He wants revenge on Philadelphia, and he wants revenge for Canadiens fans. So not only is the Montreal Canadiens an underdog, they're out for revenge. Mm-hmm. So I think Philadelphia is clearly going to win this series. But there are storylines here which make this really interesting. And Philadelphia should be just a little bit scared, I think. Just a little bit. This sounds like your analysis for Pittsburgh. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe this is like reverse psychology. Like, they have no chance. Yeah, they're going to win. Yeah. Um, I want to give you some price stats real quick on the series. 947 save percentage. Excellent. Excellent. 1.69 GAA. One shootout against Crosby Malkin Mm. in the playoffs. With the Montreal Canadiens in front of you. <laughs> Amazing. That's uh, incredible. Like Montreal's not bad. I don't know if they're, if I would say their strength is def- is a defensive team. They're supposed to be a defensive team. They're supposed to be. But are they? And Claude Julien adjusted his coaching style because of the players that were on the team when he got there and the players that were coming in because Montreal's drafted some offensively gifted yep. players versus de- defensively gifted players. So he's had to adjust his coaching style. <laughs> And now with this, there's this hybrid system that's going on. He was a very it, defensive <laughs> coach in Boston too. Like yeah, that, that's his, the that, way. That's, he, his, that's his mo. Defense wins. Yeah, beats offense. So there are times against certain teams and certain situations where this hybrid system I think works pretty well. I don't know how well it's going to work against Philadelphia because they also kind of play the same system, mm-hmm. but they're way better at it. <laughs> so. I think the only chance for Montreal here is for Carter Hart to get a little nervous mm-hmm. and Carey Price to be Carey Price. Okay. But we'll get it. We'll, let's do our predictions for the next series at the end. <laughs> okay. That's okay. good. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Uh, Florida was eliminated by the Islanders. I think we both predicted this, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. E- yeah, this one here. Both, yeah, yeah we, I went with a higher seed team on this one. Yeah. 3-1, I think was the... 3-1, yeah. 3-1 by the Islanders. Uh, this... The last game was a domination, I thought. The Islanders remind me a lot of Philadelphia, in a way. They're, they're very deep. Their lines are spread quite evenly as far as... Even their offensive guys can play some pretty awesome defense. Uh, the Islanders are a lot like Carolina as well. Mm-hmm. So 
I, when, it, when you have a team like Florida who is extremely offensively gifted, when you can run four lines and be a threat mm-hmm. and play defense, teams like Florida just struggle. They just struggle. And I think if the Islanders played a team like Washington, they'd do just as good. Um, so I think it comes down to, I think are the Islanders' success will come down to which, te- which teams they play moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to Florida, man, they had trouble. Mm-hmm. They had trouble scoring. Yep. And Bobrovsky played pretty good. Like you can't can't really blame it on Bobrovsky. Nope. Uh, he played. I would say he played better in the first half of the series. But uh, it's tough for it's tough for Panthers fans. But at the same time, the team's gone through a lot of change in the past eighteen months, and there's promise there. There's a ton of promise there. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think they're upset. But they know that uh, things are only going to get better. Obviously, it's going to be a very strong team for the next five years at least. And, yeah, that's that's basically all I have to, all I have to say for that one. Mm-hmm. What's next? Oh, that was it. That's it for the, that's yeah, it for the eliminated. You're, you're, you're going all over the place. <laughs> yeah, so my, my list is different. I couldn't order. follow along. I just... <laughs> um, so we got to talk about the, only, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah, the only play-in series left, I believe, is the Toronto-Columbus one. And if this podcast gets out early, which I think it will, and you hear it, you need to watch this game tonight. Yeah. So there's a game three comeback by Columbus, which was extremely impressive. And then it was unbelievable. And we were live streaming for that because yes, we, we, were. we closed the chat with like a minute left because correct. We were slightly behind the chat. Yep. And yeah, so if you want to see a reaction to that, yeah. it's available. Just have to scroll through the video and find it. But yeah. Uh and game four. That is a tough loss for game four for Columbus. That's a that's a really like Toronto did it the game before, but they didn't do it with four minutes left in the game. Like that is a tough like Columbus should have been moving on. I don't understand it. Like So if, if you didn't see that game, I should mention Columbus was up three nothing in the in what could have been the elimination game of the Toronto Maple Leafs. There's like four minutes left. There was like just that. under four minutes left. Yeah. And then they let three goals in and went over time and Toronto wins. Like, I still can't believe it, it happened. But I'm extremely impressed that the Toronto Maple Leafs did that. Like, but that's All what because team, Jason Spezza had that, a fight. Remember when we were when they fought during the game? I said, maybe this is what they need. Yeah. Maybe they need to get some fights in because Toronto's not a team that fights. Nope. So it was, I think it was 2 nothing at the time. I think it was like around six-minute mark in the second period. Um, Spezza fought uh, Kukin, I think. And it's just like. Who's fighting here? And then I was like, yeah. Spezza. You're like, it's not Spezza. And then it was Spezza. I was like, yeah. Spezza. Dude, Spezza, Spezza wants it. He, yeah, he wants it bad. Like, he, obviously, he's a fourth-line player, but... Near the end of his career. I think he contributes in the in the room, from what I've heard. Yeah. He's definitely contributed to that game by saying, boys, we're not out of this yet. Like, let's go. Yeah. And he and, even said after the game, I think he's never been a part of anything like that. Yeah. Which is and I mean, obviously, it didn't have an instant impact because this was like six minutes in the second, and they didn't start scoring their goals until four minutes in the third. Yeah, but <laughs> it's it's. Did you feel like when they started rolling those goals in that they were going to tie it up? I kind of did. I actually. still didn't. And Brent pops up in the chat and says, "There's odds going up, like eight percent that I yeah. think it was eight percent that eight point seven six percent or something yeah. like that." If someone had to throw down some money there, oh man! And I even said in the chat at the time, like. Who would be an idiot to throw money down on that? And they would have like made huge bank. Yeah. Now, I also said this to you after. I said, anyone that bets on that is just clearly an idiot because your chances of winning are, yeah. you're basically throwing your money away. But I guess every now and then it works. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, but good on Toronto for coming back. It's the only series that's going to go to the full five games, which is amazing. Uh, I wouldn't have predicted that. I thought many more of these series would have no, gone No, a lot f- of people had certain yeah. series in five, yeah. So the game tonight's going to be amazing. It's going to be, hopefully it's going to be really even and intense, and it does go to overtime, because I'd love to see that as a hockey fan. I hope it's not one-sided. No, I don't want to see a one-sided game. I'll be really disappointed. Um, I'm cheering for Columbus. Who do you want to win? Columbus. I want Columbus to win. What do you think the score is going to be? 7-1 Toronto. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a blowout. <laughs> no way. Did you see Tortorella in the postgame? I didn't, but I assume he was not it, happy. It wasn't that bad, but it, it was not happy. He didn't yell. He didn't yell. One of the guys, something asked, like, he's like, I know you don't want to explain this, but what do you think happened to your team out there in the last whatever? He's like, you're right. I don't want to explain that. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, the girl's like, any more questions for coach? Going once, going twice? Thank you, coach. <laughs> he only answered like three or four questions Jeez. and then he was done. That's typical Tortorello. The response Can you imagine like being a fly in that wall, though? He would have screamed his guts out. Like, boys, we had this in the bag. I wonder how, I wonder if the players are nervous now. Do you think that's worse than the lead that Toronto gave up to Boston? Yes. I, I think do. it is, too. Because, I mean, it was 4 nothing with nine minutes. Yeah. But this is under four for three. Like... It, that cannot lock happen. It, lock it down, boys. Like that can't. How do you? How does that happen? Like, and like, like one of the players had a chance to to shoot it in the empty net, and it went to the side of the yes. net and got caught in the net. Like there was a couple times they tried to score on. Like net. we're talking inches. Yeah, and there was a couple times they went for the net. Like boys, don't go for the net. Just clear it out. Like lock it down. Like, it's like they thought. Okay, well, even if they score, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And they just had kept having that mentality. But then once that second goal went in, it was like, uh oh. And then Toronto's like, all right, let's do this, boys. It's just, uh, yeah, um, like full marks for Toronto for doing that. Like that's unbelievable. But that's the team they have. Like they can, if they want to turn it up for three minutes, they can because they look at the offensive threat in the team. So can you imagine what the Leafs' Twitter trends would have been like on that game? Jeez, oh, like down three nothing, have been like, and then like, yeah. I can't imagine Steve Dangle. Can you imagine if you were a fan of that? Like, imagine if that was like. I would have shot the game Imagine off. Imagine if that was Montreal, but Montreal was like good. I would have shot the game off. You wouldn't have finished it. No. I probably I wouldn't have either. I would have been so frustrated. I, I would have been yeah. so angry. <laughs> Especially once you get to the five minute mark and it's still three nothing and just yeah. like nothing's happening. Crazy. Um yeah, so uh what's your prediction for tonight? <sighs> it's so hard to predict. Like, it really is. Do you want to know why I said a blowout of 7-1? Why? Because in the first Montreal Canadiens game versus Pittsburgh, I said Pittsburgh's going to blow them out 6 nothing, <laughs> And then I think in the last game three, I said Pittsburgh's going to blow them out 6-2. So I'm thinking... And the Canadiens won the first game. And the third game, I think. <laughs> so I'm thinking... <laughs> You're trying to reverse that, psychology it. Sh- I'm thinking... I got you. That if I predict Toronto blowing out Columbus, Maybe it'll be something like a- else might happen. Maybe. It's so tough. Like, just because of the media and stuff, I just always like to harp on Toronto. Mm-hmm. Because, like, oh, we're Canada's team. We have, you know, millions of people here in the GTA. And we're all Leafs fans and the rest of the country's against us. Well, they kind of are. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see Columbus win. But it's also, if Toronto loses, it's a big loss. Like, they're expected to win this series. Well, I actually kind of want Toronto to win in general because Calgary will play an American team 
Vancouver will play an American team. Montreal is going to play an American team, and Toronto will play an American team. So if Calgary, Vancouver, Montreal, and Toronto both win in the first round, that means four of eight teams left in the second round are going to be Canadian. Mm-hmm. Statistically, <laughs> probably half of those teams are going to move on, which means two of four Canadian teams are going to be left. So you're looking and at the statistically, big of getting a one Canadian of two. Team to play yes, in the cup. exactly. So. It is funny, though, that if Columbus does win, the two teams that hosted these bubble mm. events are both eliminated before the playoffs even start. I know. I, w- I also kind of want Toronto to win because it would be really interesting to see a Toronto-Montreal series, even though I don't want that to happen because Montreal will get whooped, I think. Just from this needs to happen perspective, because it hasn't happened Happened in... I don't even remember ever watching a Toronto Maple Leafs versus Montreal Canadiens series. Did you see who had who EA Sports had simulated to win? Edmonton. Was it was it? Edmonton, and who were they playing? Was it New I York? I don't remember. I think it was Edmonton over New York. Anyway, neither one of those teams <laughs> making it to the playoffs. They didn't even get past the playing round. That's yeah, crazy. All right, what's next? All right, let's talk about... Let's just quickly say what's shaping up to be the next round matchups. Since yeah, went over yeah let's do it. Um, this is based on my math. I don't know if this is right. I didn't pull this from anywhere. I just tried to calculate it. So if I'm wrong, I apologize in advance. So in the East... Philadelphia will play Montreal, and like I said, it's yeah, that price versus hurt. I guess we already kind of talked about yeah. that series. Um, New York Islanders will play the winner of the Boston-Washington game that's on right now. Yeah, what's the score? Uh, let me do a refresh real quick here. It's still one nothing, I believe. Uh, the second period's almost done. Okay. Um, Carolina will play whoever loses the Boston and Washington game. And then Tampa plays whoever wins the, the Toronto and Columbus game tonight. Correct. And whoever loses that game, they're out. Yep. And the West, um, Calgary's going to play the winner of St. Louis and Dallas which is on later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vancouver will play the loser of that series. And then the two that are solid are Colorado will play Arizona and Vegas will play Chicago. Do you want to give predictions or... Let's get into some predictions. All right. Let's uh, start at the start. I'm okay. going to do series previews on my channel for these, but I'll give you my predictions now. All right. Philly and Montreal. I think Philadelphia is going to win. Okay. Uh, I think I think Montreal could probably squeeze out two games. I think that might surprise some people. So I'll say 4-2 okay. in games. For We're Philly. back to... For people who don't know, we're back to best of seven. Best rounds. of seven, yeah. Sorry. All right. How about um, Tampa Bay and? Well, hold on. What's your prediction for Montreal, Philly? Oh, there's no way Montreal's gonna win. <laughs> well, yeah, but <laughs> it's not. You think it's gonna be sweet? I hope they beat them. I really do. I would love to see Montreal beat them. Heck yeah, that's the attitude I like. I mean, now that they have, like, I really wanted them to get Lafreniere. I really did. Mm-hmm. It made the most. It was the best story. And so now that they can't get him, pff, you may as well go all Heck in. Yeah. Um. I think Philly's going to sweep them. <laughs> Four, okay. No, 4-1. 4-1. 4-1. Carey Price will win a game. All right. Sounds good. I actually don't think it's going to be that close, but that's what I'm going to say officially. <laughs> okay. Um, let's assume Boston's going to lose because oh, oh, Boston okay. sucks and they're down one nothing right now. Okay. Let's assume it. So let's say New York is going to, New York Islanders are going to play Washington Capitals. What's your prediction? I think the Islanders will win that series in a very... <laughs> Really, I'm not with you on this one. Uh, I, yeah, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a long series, uh, maybe six or seven games. I think, like you said earlier, I think Washington's gonna flip the switch. Oh, really? And all right, six games. Okay. All right. Assuming Boston loses, they will play Carolina. I believe Carolina will. I win believe that. Carolina's <laughs> gonna win too. Boston's not got it going on, and I'm worried about them. Yeah. I didn't even wear my jersey. It's there. I know. I didn't wear my hat. Because last people time think I wore, you're a Dallas Stars I know fan. <laughs> I wore my jersey last time in the podcast, and they've lost every game since. So mm-hmm. I'm not wearing it until they turn things around. Well, Carolina wants revenge as well. 
Yep, against Boston. So I think it's going to happen. Uh, I think it's going to be five games. <laughs> oh, no way. 4-1, yeah. No way. I'm going to say six or seven. Lo- losing six or seven. All right. <laughs> They're going to, but it's still, it doesn't matter. Losing in four or losing or six or seven is the same thing. Boston's not expected to lose to Carolina. Like, it'll be, it'll be hell to pay. Um, all right, so Tampa Bay will play the winner of Toronto-Columbus. Hard to, hard to talk about that one, I guess. Um, let's Okay, let me ask you this. if Do you think Tampa's going to win against both those teams, or do you think it would be different depending on who they no, play? No, I'm worried about Tampa. They've got some injury stuff going on. Uh, Hedman left the game last night, I think. I didn't watch after the first period, so I don't know the status of him. But I've got questions about Tampa. All right, so, since this series is unknown, since it's not going to happen for another seven hours, yeah, let's do let's break down both. Let's just say predictions for both. Let's say Tampa plays Toronto, blue versus blue. Um, I think I wouldn't be surprised if either team won that series. I think Tampa would beat Toronto. I think Toronto would beat Tampa. Impressive. I think after the coming off and beating, coming back against Columbus, beating Columbus, they'd be on a high and they'd be pissed. They'd be like, okay. Tampa's the top dog here, probably. They also wear blue. Let's prove that we are the best blue team. <laughs> That's intense logic. <laughs> Heck yeah. Okay, what about if Tampa played Columbus? Rematch? Uh, Columbus. I think Columbus... You are win. not thinking higher. So you're thinking the winner of whoever wins in Toronto, yep. Tampa, Columbus, is going to beat Tampa. That is correct. That's a bold prediction. That is extremely bold. What about you? I think uh, I think they would beat Toronto. I think Tampa would beat Toronto, but I think Columbus would give them a run. Mm-hmm. So Columbus... Yep. All right. Okay. Okay, let's switch over to the West. Let's go Vegas and Chicago. This one's tough. I'm going Chicago, man. I'm all all in on Chicago. I don't think they're really going to do it because I didn't think... Yeah. I didn't think they were going to win their other series either, but... There's a bit of a storyline here because of Leonard. And Leonard did play in Chicago, as we know, recently. And now he's with Vegas. I think Vegas will win this series, but Chicago won't make it easy for them i think it'll probably go six games i'm thinking i'm taking chicago i would not bet money on it because if i had to bet money i'd bet it bet it on vegas mm-hmm. but in terms of the storyline and who i want to win and who i'm hoping will win i'm going chicago all the way. Uh, i w- i'll say this i wouldn't be surprised if they won because i think they have that underdog capability they have had the experience we talked about that whatever mm-hmm. but i i'm cheering for vegas and i want to see i want to see vegas win so i'm gonna i'm gonna choose emotionally here and Pick Vegas, yeah. Okay. Colorado is clearly beating Arizona. If Colorado does not beat Arizona. This is probably the I easiest be, one to pick. I will be very disappointed if Colorado does not beat Arizona. Even, yeah. even though I would be happy I'd be happy to see Arizona move on. Colorado needs to oh, Colorado I, needs to win here. I definitely want Colorado to go yeah, on. It, it it needs to be a spanking. But it, it at the same time it would be good if Arizona moved on too. It, like it for the good. club and for the for the NHL in general. Yeah. yeah. All right, so the St. Louis Dallas game. Um, has some importance for this. So Calgary plays the winner of St. Louis Dallas. What are your thoughts on that? I would like to see Calgary play Dallas. What would you predict for that? I th- I think Dallas Cal- is such a hard team to. I think Calgary would beat Dallas. I can't get a grasp on Dallas. It depends what Dallas shows up. Like Dallas has potential. Absolutely. Like if, if Dallas plays at ninety five percent, how can I take Calgary when I'm wearing this hat? I recant my prediction. Dallas would beat Calgary. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick <laughs> Calgary to beat Dallas, although I will be cheering heavily for Dallas. What if what if Calgary played St. Louis? 
If Calgary played St. Louis, I believe St. Louis would be Calgary. St. Louis is not rolling right now. No, but I, they've got... St. Louis got, is basically the same as Boston right now. Yeah, but they've got potential. I think St. Louis would... <laughs> I think I'm, Yeah, St. Louis is my pick. Okay. But I would be cheering for Calgary. All right, what about if Vancouver played Dallas? I think Vancouver can beat Dallas. I, I, they're very even. I think you're probably right on that one, even though I'm wearing the hat. I would be cheering for Dallas, though. Mm-hmm. What about Vancouver playing St. Louis? I uh, St. Louis would, I think, stomp Vancouver. <laughs> so you think St. Louis is winning no matter who I they think play. they're. I think they're just playing it easy right now, yeah. Okay. But I would be cheering for Vancouver. All right, well, that's a preview of the next, the first round of technically of the playoffs. There you go. Um, I only have a couple other notes here about um, draft lottery. Do you have anything about that? Uh, no, that's okay. having Monday, right? Yeah. So uh, Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, the draft lottery will be on TV. On It's going to happen from the NHL Network Studios in Secaucus, New Jersey. Um, Chris Johnson put out a very amazing tweet that I want to read. All right. Uh, he listed the teams that are eligible for the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. And let's see if this makes some people angry. And most of them people know this, but. When you hear it out loud, it kind of like, uh, huh? Yeah. Because this is first overall pick with 31 teams in the league. Pittsburgh ranked seventh. Edmonton ranked 12th. Toronto or Columbus, which are 13th and 14th. Florida, who is 15th. Nashville, who is 16th. So just going off of that, if this was a regular year, all of those teams would not be eligible because they would all be in the playoffs. That's correct. So you have five of the eight teams that are 16 or above, going for the number one pick. And then that's followed it, by the Rangers, who are 18th, Winnipeg 20, and Minnesota 21. I'd love to see either three of those teams get. <laughs> you do the, okay, well, okay, and there's another thing I wanted to bring up, too. As a result of the Islanders beating Florida and moving on to the playoffs, Ottawa now receives New York's 2020 first-round pick as part of the John gabriel Peugeot trade. So now Ottawa will have three first-round picks in this draft. That's incredible. So good they work. Good work by Dorian and Absolutely. Ottawa. Absolutely. Totally. Like the Melnick, eh? At least the GM's trying. Heck yeah. Um, I agree. So for the draft order, just for a reminder of what's going on on Monday, number one will be one of those teams, and then two Los Angeles, three Ottawa, which is their Sharks pick, four Detroit, five Ottawa with their own pick, six Anaheim, seven New Jersey, and Buffalo mm-hmm. down at eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Hockey and draft order to look at. That's all I've got. Do you got? Uh, just a Kraken. So the Kraken announced their new yes. play-by-play announcer is black, which, <laughs> I mean, it's great. That's awesome. It, it shouldn't need to be Why mentioned. are you clarifying that he's black? Yeah. Why can't you just say, like, yo, our new play-by-play announcer is this, Everett, it, uh, what's his last name? Fitz, Fitzhugh? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. His name mm-hmm. First name's Everett. Um, he's their new official team broadcaster. And um, he's the Cincinnati broadcaster right now, I'm I think? I'm not sure. He's the first full-time black announcer in the NHL, yeah, which is cool, but this is the headline. It's awesome, but you shouldn't have to announce that. Why are like, you hey, announcing are, it? Like, because how, he's black. Like, yeah, it's like, well, I mean, obviously because all the Black Lives Matter stuff. They're, like, One thing I've noticed about Seattle is they're trying to gain all the most positive PR they can. Like, like the, the we use our climate pledge. We arena. have our green rink with our rainfall ice and this, and we have a black announcer. And like, they're clearly trying to. Yeah. To show. They're trying to appeal to the. They're playing the PR game. Minorities. Yeah. And stuff. In reality, like it's good news. Like this is a good news story. Like don't get me wrong. Yeah. But totally you shouldn't have story. to announce the race or gender or whatever of just who mar- you're hiring. Just like, market who you. Like, oh, we, like, we hired Timmy. He's only got one eye and one leg. 
It's like, why does that matter? If Timmy's good, then heck yeah, yeah that's pro. We'll just, figure that out on our own. Just hire the best person. I don't care what color their skin is. Just hire them. Like, whoever's mm-hmm. available, who's who's good, just hire them. Yeah. So if yeah. he's black, awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a good news story, but it's also it is like a little bit of vanity or something. Mm. I don't know. I, I and with the arena, just call it a regular arena name and be like. Also with this arena. Well, I mean, the, re- be... the arena wasn't them. That was no, Amazon. But still. Amazon get to pick the name because they paid still. the money. Still. But I'm sure Am- Amazon said, hey, we want to buy this, the rights to this and name it this. And they're like, okay. <laughs> anyway. and, and I mean, even when the like, wiki guy was up, when they were showing off the uh, the new branding and stuff, he was talking about how like, you know, we're going to do things different here. We're going to have this and this and that. And yeah, it just definitely... they're. <laughs> I don't know if they're pushing it a little bit too far, but I mean, all the stuff they're doing is good. Like, don't take us wrong on that. Yeah. Like, we're not upset that they're doing this stuff. It's just in, in a <laughs> it seems in a, in a good world or in a world where everything's good, you shouldn't have to point specific things out like that. I'm very excited to see Everett be the play-by-play like they announcer. Could, they could have just announced Everett and then had a picture of him and he, hey, he's a black dude. And then, hey, we yeah. all come to that conclusion ourselves. Like, hey, that's bro. They hired a black yeah. dude. I'm not excited for Everett because he's black. Like I, Everett's <laughs> very qualified. Yeah, I'm excited to see him do his thing. He wouldn't have this job if he wasn't qualified. <laughs> yeah, it's so like, like I don't imagine they just hired a black guy just to have a black guy. He's gonna be horrible. But that's like, what it kind of makes it look like. Yeah, it's that's like a, that's the problem. It's like we had these ten guys that are great, but hey, we're gonna hire the black guy because that's kind of where the PR is going. Yeah. Like, no, it's so. obviously not that, but it just sounds kind of like that. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. That's all I got too. That is it. it. It's 2.43. I've got a game to watch. We're just under an hour, I think, for the podcast. Yeah, so the second period has ended. Boston has still not scored a goal yet. I am disappointed. Disappointed. All right, well, that wraps it up. Um, thanks, guys, for listening and watching. We appreciate you. If you're not subscribed to the channel, hope you can hit that subscribe button down below. We will be coming back next Sunday with another podcast, podcast episode number 112. And uh, clearly, we'll be into the first official round of the playoffs then. We can talk about how each series is progressing. We can talk about the draft, obviously. We're going to open our Google Doc yeah. shared notes and start putting notes in there. We said that last time. Because this, this old brain just doesn't work. Like, watch all the hockey games, and then it comes to today, and I'm like, ugh. Uh, what so I write yeah. stuff down, but then clearly I don't write everything down. And mm. It's nice to be able to give more specifics. So exactly. We'll start um, that next Are week. you available Friday? It could be, if the price is right. Oh. <laughs> well, the price, I'm thinking about maybe another live stream. I'm probably available. Uh, I'd like to make a regular thing on Friday nights. I think that would be cool. We should do it here. Yeah, we can do it here. A little and, bit cooler. Yeah, it's cooler. And yeah, let's do it. All right. All right. So if you're listening to this, check out Post Post Production Channel Friday. Don't know what time. Probably around later in the evening. Yeah. Uh, eight, eight, eight or nine Eastern. Something like that. Okay. Or seven or eight Eastern. Yeah. But, uh, All right, guys, thanks. I appreciate you. Hope you're watching lots of hockey. Hope you're watching the games today. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Adios.